And now we continue with our season of professional development programmes. In this edition of Heading for Headship, Claire Savoy and Adam Hare are casting a critical eye on accountability in primary education. Hello, I'm Claire Savoy. And I'm Adam Hare. Welcome to Heading for Headship, a series that acts as a top-of-the-class restaurant where the aspiring school leader can be wined and dined with the tastiest selection of dishes from our menu of educational leadership excellence. Consider me your maitre d' for the evening. And I'm your head chef. This week, we'll be rifling through our tried and tested cookbook to offer you a sensational tasting menu of delights that you can digest before regurgitating them back in your own restaurant slash school. So tuck that napkin under your chin, pick up your knife and fork, and get ready as we begin the first course. This week, we aim to fill your tummies with, quite literally, every school leader's bread and butter. Accountability. The glass ceiling has shattered and the shards are cutting the stress levels of teachers to ribbons. These ribbons lie on the floor like twitching, demotivated worms as a new glass ceiling, so high you can't tell if it's a glass ceiling or just shiny air, is hammered onto the school rafters by an increasingly demanding government of slave masters. So said ex-head teacher Saffron Fair, who famously quit her job as head teacher of the government's latest free school during last year's Sats Week, just before her own school came bottom of the country's league tables. She spoke those words, not these ones, but the ones about worms and ceilings, at a recent union rally where she also released her new book, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Test, in which she denounces the current system of school accountability measures. That's right, Adam. And she's not alone. At a recent union ballot, members unanimously voted to scrap performance-related pay for teachers. But, with the government issuing a statement earlier this week claiming that school performance was up 110% since the introduction of PRP, it looks unlikely that this particular accountability measure will disappear anytime soon. And that's why we sent Jonathan Monckton to shadow the appraisal process of a school run by a very special head teacher. I'm here at High End Community School where head teacher Martina Bell is starting an appraisal revolution all of her own. I've been invited to spend an entire day here at... Gary, is that man waving at Excuse me? Excuse me? Excuse me? Ah, uh, hello? Are you Mr. Mackerton? No, I'm Jonathan Monckton from Heading for Headship. Well, I'm afraid you've parked in a space reserved for Mr. Mackerton. He's meant to be here very soon, so if you could move. Ah, uh, I think you've got my name wrong. I don't think I have. You said it was Monckton or some such. Yes, but, but you seem to think it's Mackerton. I have no thought about what your name is whatsoever. No, I mean, I think I'm Mr. Mackerton. Are you Mr. Mackerton? No. Whatever are you talking about, man? I'm waiting for Mr. Mackerton from a head and headship. Ah, there, you see? See what? Are you unwell? I'm from Heading for Headship, and I'm here to do my A Head and Headship report. I think there's been a mix-up with the names. Do people normally mix up your names? Whose? Yours and Mr. Mackerton's. No, there is no Mr. Mackerton. Well, that's yet to be seen. I think someone has misheard my name. Do people often mishear your name? Is that what normally happens? Hmm, I suppose you are quite mumbly. I don't think I do mumble. Well, that's by the by. You'll have to park over there for now, and if no one else arrives in 15 minutes, then we'll assume that when you made your appointment, you spoke with a mouthful of crackers, and that you are indeed Mr. Mackerton. Monkton. You see, none of us are really sure, are we? Now, you'll need to park in that space over there and wait. Thank you, Mr. Monkton. Right. Okay. 
Gary, are you coming with me or are you staying here? Right, okay, I'll, uh, I'll see you in a bit then. Mr. Monkton? Yes? Welcome to High End Community School. Ah, thank you. Are we ready? Oh, come, come, Mr. Monkton. I've been ready for 15 minutes, but you're here now. Right. Now, if you'd like to park just over there, we've reserved a space for you. Oh, oh of course. To describe high-end community school is like trying to describe a place where learning happens day in, day out. Its foyer welcomes you with effortless efficiency through a series of security checks that make any visitor feel like a long-lost friend, finally returning home with the appropriate set of identification documents in order to be allowed inside. Finally, you arrive at the office of headteacher Martina Bell. Today, she is carrying out the teacher's performance management as well as having her own. I've been invited to walk through the entire process like an appraisal shadow. And, like a shadow, I hope to reflect Martina's innovative practice with all you listeners of Heading for Headship. Let's go inside. We're in a pre-meeting meeting. Please wait. Oh, uh, I think... Are you the radio guy? What? Sorry? Oh, sorry. We heard they've invited a radio person to record all our appraisals. Oh, I see. I'm Jonathan Monkton from Heading for Headship, a new series with the aspiring school leader in mind. I've been asked to visit High End Community School to be a performance management shadow so that I might reflect to our listeners... Yeah, I heard you say that earlier. Oh, uh, are you a teacher? Yep. And are you waiting for your performance management? Yeah, I think I'm after the pre-meeting meeting and the pre-meeting. They're running a bit late. I see. And what is your take, as a person not yet heading for headship, on performance management? Well, it's a hoop, isn't it? doesn't actually add value to your performance. You go in, get given your targets, and then you forget about them. That's how it works. Then late July, you desperately try to find them again a week before your review date. You sound rather cynical. I am, but I have to say, I'm genuinely interested in how it's going to be this year. Since Martina's arrived, she's been really clear that our appraisals will be done with us and not to us, and that we'll be setting our own targets. So, you know, feels only right to give her a chance. Well, I'm sure she'll really approve. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm just going to go and get that guy. Hi, Jonathan? Uh, yes, I, I'm Jonathan Monkton from uh, Heading for Headship. It's a new series with the aspiring... Cool, cool. Hey, you. Hi, Martina. Hi. Uh, uh, Robin? With you in ten, babes, yeah? OK. Jonathan? Uh, before we do, actually, uh, Robin was just telling me how excited he is about your approach to performance management. Oh, uh, Robin, that's so sweet. I just want to do things differently. I mean, we've all been there, Jonathan. Even you. Um, I don't think I am. Exactly. The whole performance management thing is just like, blah. 
targets, targets, targets. Are they your targets? Are they my targets? Who knows? The whole appraisal thing is just waiting to be TSU. Uh, TSU. Totally shaken up, yeah? And I want to do it. I want to see if I can make a difference for Robin and all the high-end community crew. Uh, TFAC. Time for a... Can we move it along, please? Change. Uh, hello, Mr Monkton. Hurry up, please. OK, boys. Let's do this. Now, Mr Monkton, allow me to introduce the Chair of Governors, Miss Bunny McGraw. Ah, hello. Hello, Mr Monkton. Now, do help yourself to the spread. We've a lovely Vicky sponge with some of my famous homemade jam and Claudette rustled up some Bakewell slices. Don't you just love franzipan? Mmm, lovely. Tea? Oh, uh, yes, please. Shall I be mother? If we can get started. Not before tea, Mr Trivet. May we proceed? Gosh, it is rather hot. Then blow, Mr Monkton, only do it quietly. Now, to be clear, this is the head teacher's performance management to present our Miss McGraw, Mr Trivet and Miss Bell. Uh, I'm here too, uh, like a shadow. Yes, a shadow that eats an awful lot of cake, apparently. Now, Martina. Yeah, in the room, like, for sure. We understand that you have some new ideas for performance management this year. Totally, yeah. Uh, but we think in your first year we should probably stick to tradition. No, yeah. Obviously, sure. It's like making bread, dear. You have to prove yourself first before we can start turning up the heat. Oh, very good. Thank you, Jonathan. Eclair? Oh, um, yes, please. As I was saying, Martina, doing it our way will help you settle in. Put your plans... On the back burner, totally. I'm, like, so down with that. Like, a lot. So we have your targets here ready for you to sign. Um, does that now mean Robin won't be able to set his own targets? Oh, no, he will. He totally will. They'll completely be his targets. They'll just, like, totally be in line with mine, too, which is great. But excellent. Yes, excellent. I see. Uh, so what exactly are your targets and, and how will they match with Robin's? Well, my targets are 90% of children to be above the national average in all areas. Great. That's what I was actually going to suggest myself. We're totally on the same page here because... It's just so important for kids to be way above average. That's always been really important to me. 80% of children to work at even greater depth. Yeah, cool. I'm totally on board with that. I'm a total fan of deep end of the pool attainment. Like, the children have jumped off the diving board, no buoyancy aids, and they're, like, picking up bricks and doing synchronised sats routines. No, that's absolutely what I'm talking about. 85% working at even greater depth. Cool. Uh, and how will these targets affect Robin's performance management? Well, he'll still, like, be totally in control of his own targets. That's so not going to change. But I know that when Robin comes to choose his targets, they'll be in sync with mine. Uh, like the synchronised swimming children? Absolutely, Jonathan. You've nailed it. That's what you do, yeah, as a head. You steer them to Targetsville, because that's where everyone's going. And they don't want to get there and be the only ones in town. So you need to get everyone to town together. And that's where my targets come in. Do you see, Jonathan? Do you see how that works? Do you? It's a total no-brainer. No-brainer. Yes, I'm, I think I see that. Everyone working together for the good of the school. Marvellous. Another year of high performance for high-end community school. Anyone for more cake? Um, maybe for later. Lovely. Excellent. Totally. Really happy. Good. Well, Martina, we shall get out of your hair so you can proceed with the teacher's appraisals. Miss McGraw, are you ready? Oh, let me just get rid of this cake first. Eat up, Mr Monkton. Oh, th thank you. This, this is really rather delicious. A mini Battenberg. Oh, 
Well, my journey home is rather long. Come on, Bunny. Oh, Mr. Trivet, you are a taskmaster, but my boys need their cake. I am just very conscious that Martina has a very long day ahead of her. Of course. Have a lovely day, Martina. Martina, just to clarify, you don't feel that your approach to performance management has now in any way been compromised? Relax, Jonathan, yeah? I've got this covered. And we'll return to Jonathan Monkton a little later in the programme. One of the main ways in which school leaders are held to account is through the standardised testing of their pupils. Anyone heading for headship therefore needs to be aware of the relationship between pupil results and school success. I'm joined in the studio by Tessa Rope, DfE lead on the statutory assessment framework, and celebrated children's poet and staunch critic of SATs, Roland Umbridge. Roland, why don't we start with one of your poems? Hello, this is part of a poem called SATs, Stupid Adults Testing Stuff. Oh, for goodness sake. Tessa will come to you shortly. Roland. <clears throat> Miss Joyless, please can we draw pictures from our imaginations today? The look, eyes narrowed, brow furrowed, a deep intake of breath. Creativity of any kind won't help you pass your SAT 6 GPS. Let's stick to the plan and do another practice paper instead. Miss Joyless, please can we watch news round today? The look, deep intake of breath. Being informed and critical of the world around us won't help you pass your SAT 6 GPS. Let's stick to the plan and do what we do best, another practice paper instead. Miss Joyless, please can we go outside and play? The look... Yeah, I think we get the idea. I've got a poem. SATs. Stupid talking I don't think that use of language would meet the end of Key Stage 2 threshold requirements, but nice to see a bit of passion from the machine. Tessa, Roland's poetry certainly seems to hit a nerve. Does that nerve run along the entire DfE? I think it runs across the whole education profession. Roland's poetry seems to go out of its way to deliberately undermine and insult teachers and the entire teaching profession. Take his recent book, School Socks, 40 poems to say behind your teacher's back. We've got poems in there such as... Can I have my childhood back, sir? And you'll never guess what Miss said next. Don't blink in my class, you little sod. Exactly. They are low blows at the expense of teachers just to sell a few books to kids. Uh, not as low as allowing children's education to be dominated by tests. Not as insulting to teachers than the narrowing of the curriculum so all they're able to teach is spag. Not as undermining to school leaders as the high-stakes accountability of SATs, which, I mean, just look at the recent reading papers. Texts that are only accessible to the middle classes. It's a joke, and it's pushing children's innate love of reading out of the classroom, and that's damaging. Well, you'll be pleased to know that I've arranged for your poem, Tommy's Term Time Trip to Tenerife, to feature in next year's Key Stage 2 reading paper. You wouldn't dare... Wouldn't I? Now, Tessa, you've just announced new baseline measures for reception children, which will be used to judge the effectiveness of schools. What, once those children have finished reception? Once those children have finished Year 6. Why did I even ask? Do you think this new way of holding schools to account is fair? What this system does is look at a child's complete journey through the school system. 
By having a robust measure of standards and reception, we can then use this to judge a school's overall effectiveness more accurately. Uh, maybe you didn't know, Claire, but five-year-olds are really reliable sources of information. Well, Tessa, that's a fair point, isn't it? And what happens if, after six years, the progress measure is poor? Two things. Firstly, that school will be judged less than good in the present. Secondly, we will be able to provide retrospective reliability reports for the school's previous inspections. Meaning that if a school with a poor progress measure had a good Ofsted rating six years ago, this report would be republished with a reliability score of zero. If a school's current Ofsted rating is less than good and their retrospective reliability report score is zero, they will immediately be placed in special measures. The DFE, ladies and gentlemen. Demons fouling education. Next, you'll be saying that any teacher who taught in those schools six years ago will be hunted down and struck off. That information will certainly be passed on to their current school. And do you think school leaders will welcome this reform? Oh, I hope not. That way we know it's working. The DFE sent out its man to share an ill-thought-out plan. They changed all the rules, turned the teachers to fools. That despicable DFE man. Roland and Tessa, thank you. And now we return to Jonathan Monckton, who is getting a first-hand experience of the appraisal process. I'm in high-end community school, where head teacher Martina Bell is about to begin the appraisal of one of her teachers, Robin Nottingham. I spoke to Robin earlier when he told me how optimistic he was feeling about Martina's new and refreshing approach to performance management. Martina has just had her own performance management, which will no doubt have implications for Robin and all the other teachers at High End Community School. Sorry, what was that? Oh, uh, that was just my voiceover that I'll use in the edit. No, I meant what you just said about the implications Robin, for... don't worry. This meeting is still all about you. You and me. You and me. Robin Babes, your targets are my targets. Mi casa es su casa. Uh, shouldn't that be su casa e mi casa? No, exactly. Jonathan gets it. Gracias, Juanathan. So, Robin, go for it, yeah? You tell me what matters to you. Well, there are a couple of things that I'd like to develop in my own practice. But in terms of my class this year, I think the focus has to be about getting the bulk of them age-related. Especially in maths, there are some real gaps in their knowledge. Great. No, that's great. Totally. Maths. So, shall we set a target for maths? Yeah, totally. Maths, sure. I mean, from looking at prior attainment, I think I need to target some of the middle-attaining boys. So, I was thinking if I could get... 80% of them are age-related. That would really bolster the year group's profile. Brilliant. I mean, wow, Robin. Totally get why you said that. 80% at age-related. Really important. Really important. So, shall we put that down as a target? 80% of middle-attaining boys to be age-related in maths by the end of the year? 80% age-related. No, great. Great? Great, yeah, no. Or... We go one better than great. One better than great? Exactly. You get it. You can see where I'm going with this? Not really. I mean, if we're saying that age-related is great, why not go greater? Let's get them at greater depth. You want 80% of my middle-attaining boys to achieve greater depth? Wow. I mean, that's an ambitious target, Robin, for real. But 
why should we limit it to just those boys? Why don't we really go for it and say 90% of all children to achieve above the national average? I mean, that's much greater, isn't it? I think that's what we're both saying. Yeah, that's not quite what I'm saying. You're asking for 90% of all children to be at greater depth. That might be a little too ambitious. I mean, it's going to take all I've got to get these kids to age-related. I'm all for being aspirational, Martina. Aspirational, you see? We're so on the same page here. Yeah, I don't think we are. 90% at greater depth is definitely not what I'm saying. But imagine if you could say it. How great would that be? Don't you mean greater? Exactly, Jonathan. You totally get it. And hey, Robin, if 80% of them achieve better than that... Sorry, you want 80% of them working at even greater depth? Wow. Robin, you are really knocking aspiration out of the park with these targets. Hang on, hang on. I'm not saying that should be a target. I mean, is working at even greater depth even a thing? It totally can be, if that's what you're saying. These are your targets, Robin, yeah? My targets? Totally. Yeah, these don't sound like my targets. No, sure. I mean, our targets, obviously. Yeah, I doubt very much your targets are as unattainable as these. Um, if it helps, Robin, I was in Martina's performance management meeting and I can assure you that her targets are identical to these ones that you're creating on your own now. So my targets are really just your targets. You so get it, Robin. I just love that we're on the same page here. Yeah, aren't we just? Oh, it's just so great when you're working with, you know, a team player. You know, we're totally all in this together, Robin. United. Team high-end community school. Yay! My targets are your targets. It's like I said earlier, mi casa es su casa. Miss Objetivos de Rendimiento es su Objetivos de Rendimiento. What? Oh, sorry, it's just while you were sharing your targets, which now just happened to be the same as Martina's, I typed in performance targets into my online translator. I, uh, I thought it might help. You see, Jonathan totally gets it. He's on our team. Later that day... After she had conducted 14 appraisal meetings, I caught up with Martina Bell in the school car park to reflect on how she felt her new and exciting appraisal process had gone. Martina, but Martina, how do you feel today went? Jonathan, hi. Uh, Martina, how do you feel after a day of giving teachers ownership over their targets? I'm like totally buzzing. I mean, we achieved something really special here. All of them had aspirations that really, you know, really matched my own, which is just great. Uh, Robin seemed a little anxious about the ambitious nature of the targets that you helped him come up with on his own. Did any of the other teachers have similar concerns? I'll tell you what I've learned today, Jonathan. We've a fantastic team of teachers here at High End Community School. I mean, look around you. Do you see any unhappy teachers? Well, I, I think they've all gone home. And what does that tell you about how well it went, Jonathan, yeah? Because where I'm sitting, we're all one big... Oh, oh actually, uh, there's a teacher now. I think it's... Uh, is that Robert? Great. So, yeah, that's great, right? I've got to go. Oh, uh, right. Um, OK. Um, uh, Robin... 
Robin, uh, Jonathan Monkton, uh, we met earlier. Oh yeah, all right. Martina was just telling me how well the day had gone and how pleased she was with the teacher's aspirations. I'm sure Martina was very pleased with our aspirations. What is it about Martina's innovative and inspiring leadership that prompted the teachers to have such high aspirations for their own performance management targets? Well, having the governor set her ridiculous targets probably had something to do with it. I see. I mean, do you know how many different targets there were across 14 members of staff? Um, ah, uh, well, I, I imagine there were, uh, probably, let's see... Two. We all got given, sorry, we all came up with our own two targets. Right. How amazing that Martina was able to unite the staff in their ambitions. Look, sorry Jonathan, I'm off home. Take care. Right, uh, uh, how do you think today will impact on your year ahead? Oh, it won't bother me, Jonathan. I'm on M6. As I stand in the empty car park of high-end community school, my pockets filled with Bunny McGraw's Viennese Whirls, I am reminded of the passion Martina Bell had for sharing her own ambitious targets with her teachers. In one day, she has united the entire teaching staff through the medium of performance management and ensured that all teachers are on the same page of a book written by her. It is the scale and ambition of her approach to staff appraisal that has joined her teachers together on a course that will see them succeed or fail together. And this is why I believe Martino Bell is ahead in headship. Thanks there to Jonathan Monkton for his Ahead in Headship report. Now, we all know how important supporting teachers' performance management is for school leaders. Martina certainly demonstrated that. But what if you simply can't be bothered with all that collecting of evidence? Well, if that sounds like you, and judging from the number of messages we've got coming in, it probably does, then our HFH Masterclass is just for you. I'm joined now by technological pioneer Georgina Schreck who has designed an app that takes the stress out of appraisal evidence gathering. Georgina, welcome. Thank you, Adam, and thank you for having me on your wonderful show. I'm so thrilled to be here, I can't tell you. Well, we're very pleased to have you. And I'm so pleased to be here. It really is a thrill. Right, uh, moving on. Uh, tell us about your new app, App Raise Me. Well, it's pronounced Appraise Me. Oh, I get it. Very clever. I know. Isn't it great? It's just one of the many things that I love about this app. But the main thing I love about it, and I think you guys over here are going to love it too, is the way in which it takes the hassle out of recording and storing your appraisal evidence data. That's what I think people are going to really appreciate. Really? And uh, and how will they appreciate oh, it? Oh, Adam, you're hysterical. I love it. <laughs> so do I. Well, we've all seen teachers at the end of the year running around trying to gather the evidence they need to pass their appraisal, haven't we? Well, not personally. Uh, but why is that? Is the evidence hiding? Has it been hidden? Does it exist? Where is it and why is it so hard to find? Well, of course the evidence isn't hiding. It's right there. It's all around. Like air. Not really. I see. Like fog. Oh boy, Adam, you're too much. <laughs> Thank you. The evidence is there in the work teachers do every day. But because they're busy teaching, they're not capturing and collating their performance-related evidence. They're the opposite of those people who go to concerts and record the performance on their phone rather than enjoy the moment. I love doing that. Right. Okay. So, 
My app. Appraise Me. That's right, Appraise Me helps teachers capture the evidence and then cleverly stores it against the appropriate target. That's amazing. It gets better at him. Better? At the end of the year, the app collates it all together and produces a report that the teacher and head teacher then review. No last minute panic, no trying to remember what your targets were. Appraise Me takes care of all of that. So, allow Appraise Me to raise your performance. Great. Or, uh, or neat, as you'd probably say. Now, we have a few callers on the line who want to find out more. Are you ready for them? I can't wait to speak to them. I'm so excited. This is such a wonderful show. OK, OK. On line one, we have Calvin from Stratford. Hi, Calvin. Are you there? Yes, Adam. I'm really interested in this app. I have a couple of safeguarding concerns. Fire away. I see. Georgina, what's your advice for spitting parents? Hi, Calvin. It's so great to hear from you. And you have asked a really, really good question. Now, I could tell you all about some inbuilt firewall security measures, but I think you deserve something stronger than that. And nothing is stronger than my word. Appraise me is totally safe. I give you my word. Is that strong enough, Calvin? Uh, I hate to interrupt, Calvin, but she has given you her word and there are a lot of other people waiting. Uh, I'm sure Georgina can send you a pamphlet after the show, but just before you go, is Appraise Me something you'd be looking to use in your school? No, he's gone. Line two. Who are you? Oh, hello. My name's Joan and I have a question about Appraise Me. Okay. Well... First, I have to say, I love it. How much does it cost? Hi, Joan. It's really affordable, and we always seek to work with each school on a price that works for them. Wow, that's really good value. Thank you, Joan. Thank you, Joan. Now, online... Don't you want to ask Joan if she's planning on using it? Oh, uh, she's probably gone. I'm still here. Oh, uh, right, Joan. Uh, is Appraise Me something you'd be interested in getting for your school? I think Appraise Me is something that could benefit all schools because Appraise Me can boost performance management success of all staff by up to 80%. Right, uh, OK, well, thank... I don't think schools can afford not to have Appraise Me. Right, thank you. Wow, that was so kind of Jane. Uh, you mean Joan? Sorry, I'm just so excited to be here on your wonderful show, Heading for Headship. And it's been wonderful to have you here, Georgina. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. It's been wonderful. Yes, it's wonderful. Wasn't she wonderful, Claire? Well, Adam, let's leave it for our listeners to decide how wonderful Georgina and her app are. In fact, listeners can appraise Appraise Me by getting in touch with us at the end of the programme for a free, no-purchase-necessary 14-day trial. And that brings us to the end of another episode of Heading for Headship. We've just time to read out some of your tweets. At Deputy Dan tweets, Loving Martina's inclusive approach to appraisal. Can't wait to share even greater depth targets with my staff. At Compliance Colin tweets, Read the app raise me app, hashtag GDPR, hashtag dead in the water. At Earthmother247 tweets, Sats, just another reason I opt to home educate my kids. Hashtag childhood, hashtag mummy knows best. And Nick Gibb asks, Please can you send me Bunny McGraw's recipe for her almond fingers? Hashtag governance. Just time for the edgy weather. 
Adam. Thunderstorms are brewing, so book out that sensory room pronto. And that just leaves us to say goodbye and thank you for listening. Join us next time when we'll be placing another facet of school leadership under the microscope. I'm Claire Savoy. I'm Adam Hare and you are heading for Headship. That was Heading for Headship, a brained production for nobody in particular. The script was written and performed by Tim Browse and Ellie Swain. You can now subscribe to Heading for Headship via iTunes. Find out more by visiting their website, www.headingforheadship.com, or by following the HFHHQ team on Twitter, 